Welcome to Grave to Great. I'm your host, Tracy Wood, and this is our weekly podcast where we discuss end-of-life issues, hospice care, and implications for families and their caregivers. Let's get into the show. Hi, this is Tracy Wood, your host of Grave to Great. I have the pleasure of having Julie Baumgartner with me today. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. So excited to be with you. Hey, Julie, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm the president and CEO of First Things First, which is a national nonprofit based in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's all about helping people to have healthy relationships in all aspects of their life. And uh, I'm married today, 31 years as of yesterday. Oh, happy uh, anniversary! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Fun to celebrate three decades plus. Um, and then I'm a mom to Ashley, and she's grown and living in Arkansas. And um, I'm just am enjoying uh, working and doing life, and um, just kind of being about the business of helping people uh, thrive in their relationships. That's awesome, and I guess when we think about relationships and and those key parts in our life, you know, that's that's one of the things. Just in the name of first thing first is really, you know, those relationships are key to us thriving and going from great to great in many in many situations. So, how long have you been in your role at first things first? I've been at First Things First since the beginning, which is 1997, and I've been the CEO since 2001. I came in as the associate director. Wow. Wow. So you have been with First Things First (laughs) for a very long time. That is awesome. (laughs) Yep. It's been quite the adventure. Of course. Of course. I tell you, you know, both of us are in leadership roles and major leadership roles and, you know, large organizations and organizations that have um, First Thing First is a national organization and Aleo Health, our organization um, now has a regional stand. Um, and, you know, being able to just help people is something so close to, to both of our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so, so when we look at, you know, leading these large organizations, you know, what do you think from your perspective is some of the challenges that, you know, you face because of your gender in your role that you're in at First Things First? Hmm. I think one of the challenges is that there's not very many of us <laughs> um, in terms of females leading... In the workplace, yes. And so thinking about how I am perceived and maybe perceived differently. Uh, if you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an eight, and right yeah. behind that is one. <laughs> so I'm like like ninety eight, eight, ninety eight percent eight, and like ninety four percent one. So yeah. um, I'm I'm strong and I'm forthright and I'm assertive and uh, so sometimes that can be taken wrong uh, by others and so I have to be careful how I communicate and 
uh, have to make sure that I'm not being perceived as aggressive versus assertive. Yes. Yes. You know, and that I think that is something that I um too have to be very aware of. Mm-hmm. Um whereas I think that I'm not sure. I mean we're not men of course, but you know, I wonder if men that are assertive <laughs> are they just respected for being assertive? But when we yeah. as women are assertive, it's like she's aggressive or we get to be called <laughs> a bad a bad word, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. My friend, uh, Shanti Feldhahn, who is a Harvard-educated uh, researcher, uh, wrote a book called The Male Factor. And we've, we've had lots of conversations about this. And I, I love working with men. I, I mean, I have no issue at all with them. Um, I do think that in some instances, we approach things differently, we're perceived differently, and we misunderstand each other. And that's yeah. where, I mean, in my world of helping people to have healthy relationships, healthy relationships in the workplace, healthy relationships in the community and at home, where um, being careful about uh, how you're being perceived or misunderstood or what, you know, what you are communicating, um, I want to be careful about that because yes. I um, I don't want people to think, oh my goodness, I don't like working with men. I do. But I also, as you described, I don't want to be seen like that either. I want to be taken <laughs> seriously in the role that I'm in um, and and understood for all of the challenges that I face from a healthy uh, leadership perspective. Yes. So would you say being aware of your communication style and I think even our body language and Mm -hmm. I am really cognizant of my facial expressions and the way I communicate as well. Are you say are you thinking that some of the ways that we as female leaders can go from grave to great is being in our in our capacity in our leadership roles is really being self aware. That right there, I think, is the foundational piece. In fact, there's research. They actually did research and they asked people uh, what what makes these leaders great. And they assumed that they would get things like, oh, they're they're great with vision. They're great with execution. Uh, they have all of these skill sets. But the number one trait was that they were self-aware. I was actually speaking with a group yesterday and talking with them about this very thing. And one of the things I said is that I'm very, I'm very expressive. My facial expressions (laughs) give me away. I mean, I just wear it and my eyes, uh, my eyes very much so. And I have had to practice literally in front of a mirror and with video, how I come across. Because I think that's a great idea. I can sound, I'm very, I can be very passionate about something. And if you don't know me, you might think that I'm upset or angry. But really, I'm just very excited and I'm animated about it. And so knowing that about myself, I, I am very careful, or at least I try to be careful about 
how I come across. And certainly when you're around people who know you really well, (laughs) you you know, they know that about you. Just have to be aware. It's so interesting because I've worked around my team now for, you know, a long time. And so, you know, I, I, sometimes I feel like maybe I should invest in Botox, right? Because, (laughs) (laughs) because, they're like, oh, we know your facial expression, or we saw this, or we saw that. So, you know, um, I think the the more that we are self-aware, and I love the idea about just practicing and doing videos and really reflecting and looking inward is, um, is so important. So what would you I- tell uh, – oh, oh, sorry. No, I, I just was going to say, I also think that giving people permission, first of all, for you not to take yourself too seriously. I mean, I, I'm human. I mess up. I, you know, I will apologize. And one of the things that I don't want is for people to misunderstand me. So I give people permission yes. all the time. Hey, if you, if you think I'm upset or you're not sure you're clear on what I'm talking about, ask me. Don't hesitate yes. to ask me. Because I don't want to leave an incorrect uh, assumption or impression on the table. So don't be afraid to ask for clarification. That is so, and that is, that's so important. And um, I think that's a healthy work environment. And so I I love that part about, um, the collaboration that it sounds like we both have with our teams that they can feel comfortable enough to say, hey, you know, you look like or you seem like or is this, you know, it's okay Yeah, Yeah. Um, to be approachable in that way. So, Julie, what what advice would you tell a young woman who is interested in corporate leadership, leading large... um, large not-for-profit organizations, what would, what advice would you give them um, so they they can go from grade to grade in their careers and their trajectories and mm-hmm. what they think that may be the unobtainable? Mm-hmm. Well, I think first I would say the teachable spirit really matters. Just keeping your eyes always wide open for the opportunities to learn and grow and that um, no job is beneath you. Every job matters and to understand that it actually takes all of us to accomplish whatever we're accomplishing. And I can remember um, a story, one of the really large financial institutions in New York, the CEO um, would always take the new hires out for breakfast or a meal, and he would arrive before that person was supposed to get there and tell the wait staff, uh, no matter what this person orders, be sure and get their order incorrect. And he did that because he wanted to see how the person, the interviewee, treated the wait staff because that was indicative of how they would treat others. And I think that that's something really important for all of us to keep in mind. Um, It doesn't matter who the person is, how you are willing to 
engage with people, the respect that you show um, is important, no matter where you are in your career. Mm-hmm. And as you continue to grow, kind of back to what I said about don't take yourself too seriously, I might be the CEO, but at the same time, uh, I am a part of this team. And if people feel like they're not important or they're not respected for their contribution, um, that's a problem. And uh, so it's, I think this is something that you learn over time, uh, but humility is a great trait. It and is. It is. And, you know, I, I, I totally agree um, with everything that you said. And, you know, when you, I, I, it is an honor and a privilege for us to lead these organizations. Right. And I think as long as we can be grounded in knowing that, you know, we are of service to not just our, our communities, but we are of, are of service to each and every person that work within our organization and our team members mm-hmm. and, and be grateful yeah. for the opportunity that we have. Yeah. And, you know, and if you, if you extend grace, you know, you can get a little mercy from time to time. When you make those mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Very true. <laughs> well, Julie, I have certainly enjoyed this time that we've had together this morning, and I appreciate you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join me here on Grace to Great and giving some of the the, the wonderful, imparting some of your wonderful wisdom. It is it is just an honor and a privilege for me to have the opportunity to talk with you today. And so I want to thank you so much for your time. Well, my pleasure. This has been wonderful. And I just appreciate you having me on the podcast. Thanks for listening. To keep up to date with our future episodes, head on over to Gravetograate.com and be sure to give us a review of your favorite podcast app. We'll be back with a new episode next week. See you then.